Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the three in attendance and the hundreds listening around the world, welcome to the Left Coast Gamblers. It's week one, folks. The NFL is set to begin this Thursday night. I cannot believe we have waited so long, and it is now back. We're going to have a hell of a show for you guys today. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, and Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crookston. We are all here ready to return. We have many new games coming to you today. This begins our whole season-long, regular season-long game session. We have the return of Gravestones. We'll each be killing a team this week. We have the return of the Pick'em Challenge, which Dangles is the defending champion of, ready to defend his crown. And finally, we have the debut of the new game, the gambling game. We decide in the regular season who will be the king of the coast. All in this episode, Dangles, Drew, Tony Cavallo, this is the Left Coast Gamblers. Week one, we're going all the way to the Super Bowl, folks. You can find us on Instagram, Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, all under the Left Coast Gamblers. We're on every listening device you can see, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. We're all over the place. If you like what you're hearing, I am begging you to take five seconds of your time and give us a review. Give us a subscription. Give us a like. Any platform you use, it will help us grow. Five seconds of work from you is five new listeners for us, and that's all we want is to grow and have everyone listen and make money off of the Left Coast Gamblers because we have we have bets we gave you last two weeks. The AFC and the NFC podcast gave you bets that are going to win you money season long, but each week we're going to give you bets, our best bets of the week, to win you money this Sunday. So without any further ado, boys, are you guys ready to attack the first week of the NFL season. Let's do it. I'm so Let's stoked. Go. Baby. I've been waiting for this moment for so long. Like I've just everyone every everyone who will ask me about it, anyone who I can talk to about it, I'd just be like, I'm so starved for football. I'm watching preseason. I'm doing mock drafts and fantasy. I'm just I'm ready. I can't I'm wait. I'm ready. The season is here. It's gonna be so much fun. In one way I feel like I can predict everything and in another way I feel like I have no Yep earthly clue what's going to happen this year. That's the beauty of it all. That is, is it, the beauty of it all. Isn't it strange, guys, how you're a kid and Christmas morning, your birthday, it's just like the most exciting time in your life. And yep. as you become an adult, your birthday becomes kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Holidays become kind of stressful. Uh-huh, more stressful. The NFL season kicking off to me is a national holiday. Oh, hands down. Let's fucking go. Hands down. I've taken off of work Thursday, Sunday, Monday. I'm I'm free. I'm in front of the TV ready to break down these games and bring them to you and ready to make some money myself. So, before we get to our playoff predictions, we got so we're going to start this show. We're going to tell you who's going to be the final 12 teams by the end of it. We're going to give you Super Bowl picks right here right now. But before we go with all this excitement, gentlemen, you guys just talked about how excited you were. Imagine if I just sat here and said, "You know what, guys? I know we're about to begin, but I can't do this anymore. I'm going to go home." I quit. Take my headset off. Turn the mic off. You guys got this, right? I'm going to take my backup. I'm going to sit this in this chair. You guys can continue on without me. Andrew Luck. If you haven't heard, Andrew Luck, the 29-year-old wonder kid that Drew said in the AFC podcast has a chance to win the Super Bowl because of how good he is when he's on. Andrew Luck has retired from the NFL in a in a in an Adam Schefter tweet that blew the world open. It was a woge bomb if I had ever seen one. Andrew Luck. Mm. I have not talked to you two about your thoughts on Andrew Luck because I wanted to have that done here. So for a little bit, the Andrew Luck retirement process and how it has gone down. Dangles, I'll go to you first. What are your thoughts on this whole thing? I mean, you know, it was it was kind of interesting to see Luck retire uh, one day and then the next day, uh, or well, I forget it was the next day or two days after, you have Rob Gronkowski doing a, pro- a press conference for this new CBD oil company that he's uh, partnering with. 
and he's doing this press conference and he starts to break up and, mm-hmm. and get emotional talking about how the joy of the game was robbed from him because of the injuries that he suffered. He told a story about how he got hit, you know, in the thigh uh, in the second quarter of the Super Bowl and yep. how he ended up having to have, like, I think a total liter of blood drained from his quad because he had, he had been so injured there and how on the night that he won the Super Bowl, he was crying in yep. bed in so much pain. Just, just it was heartbreaking to me. I think the more than anything else, that you could see that sort of same emotion in Andrew Luck when he talked about how it was not fun for him anymore. And these guys, I think, at the core of everything they do, that's why they play, right? Yes. It's because it's fun. They love yeah. the game. Football makes them happy. For a lot of them, it's all they've ever known. Yeah. Um, and Andrew Luck's obviously a bright guy. He majored in architecture at Stanford, went to you know, skip the draft 2011 so that he could you know go back for his junior year and end up finishing his, his degree and all that sort of stuff. It's just sad to hear guys saying the joy was robbed from me and I can't like get along with this game anymore because it's just this cycle and and I think but I think he did the right thing I think is the headline of it I think he did the right thing for himself and I think he did if he felt like he needed to step away then playing more was only going to get him closer to yeah. you know not being able to function as a human being beyond his career in the NFL yeah so I, I feel bad for the guy I feel bad for the Colts I think Jacoby Brissett is a great backup quarterback i think you know hey, we've seen his, what he can do now. it's his team now yeah. um and i'm excited to see what he can do he's obviously an ex-patriot he yep. comes out of you know he's spent, spent some time behind brady so we'll see yeah so and, andrew luck you believe he, he's 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 right in what he has done drew what are your thoughts on andrew the the giant luck i was i was very taken back i got a text from dangles correct in our group text yep said andrew like retired yeah, dangles I, broke I, the news to he me probably too. yeah he was a chef because well, i us. saw the Schefter tweet i mean i have Schefter's tweets basically i have notifications for Schefter's yeah. tweets because i he obviously has the inside scoop Everything, so yeah so well, i got that and i just i thought i thought my phone was broken at first yeah <laughs> and i thought honestly it was kind of a, a joke yep i had the same reaction you did tony it just it stopped it stopped, it stopped me in my tracks because yep. it, didn't, it didn't make a lot of sense dangles i i can't speak uh more highly of, of what you said about Gronk, that was bizarre to see a guy who, you know, we watch him on Sundays. It's for our entertainment. It's for our, you know, gambling purposes. And they're gladiators in the arena. But, like, it is very hard to see guys of that stature break down like that. Yeah. And with Luck, he obviously got choked up during his, his press conference. And, and I keep going back to the quote. It was a cycle of injury, pain, rehab, injury, pain, rehab. That's tough on anybody. I'm sitting. For, I'm. I'm. I'm in this seat right now, saying, "Oh, you're 29 years old. You make millions of dollars to play football." I don't know how that feels. Yeah, I did. In Andrew Luck's first three years, he threw 86 touchdowns. He ran for 12 more for a total of 98 total touchdowns in three years. You know how many times he was sacked in those first three years? More than that. A hundred times. Jesus. I've heard a lot of backlash from GM uh, about GM Ryan Grigson uh, for spending more time taking skill position players than he did uh, backing up Andrew Luck and yep. sort of you know ensuring that investment. Yep. And and I think there is maybe an argument to be made there. I mean, he spent a 27th overall pick on a Trent Richardson trade instead of getting an O lineman. You know that that's that's what's up. But keep going, Drew. Well, and 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 my thing is, guys, I can't I can't get out of my head. The image of him leaving that field for the last time and the Colts fans booing him. Booing him. Yeah. That was awful. That was and, the worst and, part of and, it, right? And admitting, Andrew Luck admitting as a man, as a grown man, it hurt his feelings. Yeah. No one's immune to getting their feelings hurt. No, not at all. And if I was a Colts fan, I'm not trying to bash him, but I'd be ashamed. They should be ashamed. I'd of be themselves. ashamed. 
They should be ashamed of themselves. That boo, was, Greg that Hardy. Was, boo, Ezekiel Elliott. Boo, Tyreek Hill. Boo, fucking pieces of trash that off the field. What did Andrew Luck no, ever do you. to get booed? Because he's hurt. It's it's kind of disgusting, to be honest with you. You look at Andrew Luck. He played. He didn't miss a game till 2015. He played seven games in 15. He played through it he all. He missed yeah. the entire 2000, 2017 season. We've all heard him on Mike Up. He he compliments he compliments defensive tackles for yeah, oh when good they tackle. Blow him up, yeah. He has a flip phone. He's a Stanford educated man. This is a model citizen. And yes, is there an argument to be made for he turned his back on his team for two weeks, you know, before the season, or he's quitting, or he's abandoning his team? I don't know. That I, there I is. guess, but I'm sad that we don't have to. We don't get to watch him play. Oh, me too. Real quick, I just want to say I uh, uh, I've been to those preseason games. People, listeners of the podcast, will know that my father has season tickets to the Patriots. Uh, as a young kid, I went to those preseason games because the regulars don't really go. And who is left over in the fourth quarter of those preseason games? Are one of two people. One, they're your drunken cousin that the only ticket they could get is that preseason game, so they're going to stay as long as they can and just have a party. And your diehard, absolute fanatic of a fan. And if I'm sitting there in that audience, it watching the team that I. I predict could win the Super Bowl because every when you're a fan of your own team and you have promise, you think it, the the golden road is what your road is, and you hear three of your phone via whispers in your stands that Andrew Lucker is retiring and he's walking off the stage, and it's true to you now, whether you're a few beers deep or whether you're stone cold sober and care about that team, absolutely you are okay to boo. I don't know why. I don't know if I would boo, but I would not chide my neighbor for booing that situation because Tony Cavallo's stance on this is so. I. I've been debating this over and over again, over in my head. Andrew Luck being injured, can't lift his shoulder in three years. I get all that. Andrew Luck is, is he is want to watch out for Andrew Luck. Absolutely. But at the same time, this is not a problem that arose yesterday. This is a problem that has been building for apparently years and years and years. And in my opinion, Andrew Luck and his team, because it's not just Andrew Luck, it's his team, it's family, it's agents, it's all that stuff. There is, there is a brain trust here that made this decision. And their team is one of two things. They're either stupid or they're assholes because you do not, in two weeks before the season, say to your team that I'm going to leave. You aren't the O-lineman. You aren't the left tackle. You're not the running back. You are the leader of that team. You are the man that everyone looks up to. You're the reason that people think you're going to the Super Bowl. And you're not only saying no to this year. You're looking at all the players in the face and saying, I'm not going to be on your side. You're looking at all the coaches in the face and saying, you might get fired this year and I don't care. I'm walking away from this because I have to watch out for me. More importantly... The reason why the booing is okay, all the people in those stands have already spent their money on season tickets. And it's not a lot of white-collar people that buy season tickets in uh, Indianapolis. It's a lot of people that the only thing growing up Tony Cavallo's family had that was a luxury item were Patriots season tickets. And if Tom Brady, two weeks before the season, quit on the Patriots, I mean, Tom Brady's had six Super Bowls, that's different. That's apples and oranges. Andrew Luck saying, I quit two weeks before the season, angers every person who spent their hard-earned money on this luxury item to go watch this team every Sunday, and now it's a team that they did not purchase. Sure, that's fair. It's it's not a return on investment. And Andrew Luck has to stare those people in the face, not only the people who spent money, not only his teammates, but the coaches that are going to lose jobs because of this. And it was it was a selfish decision to do it at this time. You either do I it mean, you either do it in June 
or you either do it at the end of the year and you buckle up well, and you well, ride well, along. How, I just, I guess, my question is, how can you say that? Like, I, I guess I can see a scenario where Andrew Luck, you know, feels like he can't play another year, and then he gets on the field and he's like, "Oh, this isn't for me. Like, I don't know that I can, I don't know that I can make this happen for another season." Like, I, I guess you, you just, d- it's hard you, to, it's hard timing, to make a blanket statement the, about the, no, you either not. quit then or you quit now no, because you might not. get on the, you might think at the end of the season, "Hey, I'm going to get out on the field and I'm going to be fine and I'm rehabbed and I'm ready to go again." And then you get out there and you start, you know, taking hits and pads and and that kind of thing. And I know obviously quarterbacks are, are spared. That's during, what you during, signed up for, Dangles. Well, I know that, and I get that's that. what you signed up. I for. realize that, but you know, and obviously his argument is sort of like I'm trying to do this for the for the betterment of the team. He, he that was one of the things he said in his press conference. Sure, was, I feel I, this is the best move for the team right now. He didn't want to have them saying, "Will he? Won't he be healthy just over the be, course of a year?" Just because he said that does not make it true. I guess I'm just saying, like, how can you? Uh, yeah, he's a public figure. Yeah, he he made this choice. Uh, how can you how can you boo someone for making a, a choice based on his own based on what he feels like is best for him? Physical like and if, mental if health. If he if he Andrew Luck feels like this is the best thing for him, and I, I, and you understand yeah. that as another human being saying, yes. I see this guy get crushed every week. Yeah, he is getting squashed by two hundred and sixty pound, three hundred pound men who yeah. are defensive linemen and linebackers and guys. You know, uh, how he can was, you boo him for just saying? I, my because, body can't do this anymore. Because he was getting squashed in December and January. This was not changing. His body has not changed. They thought it would get better. It did not get better. He's known this all summer that this has happened. This is why the the timing of the decision is what I'm angry at the most. It's not him stepping away. That's his prerogative. It is the timing of it all. And it is his team that made this decision to do it today. He might have woke up that day and said, you know what, I can't do it. And then his team needs to sit him down and say, you made a commitment. You need to finish this. To me, it, it, I am A-OK booing him and I am... I am A-OK with an Indianapolis fan being angry as all hell that he is leaving. I'm not going to burn anyone's jersey, but I'm OK with them being booed. And I don't think Andrew Luck should get a pat on the back for making this decision. I don't. He's watching out for himself. He is being very selfish. It is the timing of the decision that I'm angry at the most. Do you work in an NFL front office? Do I? No. Do you? No, of course not. Has Jacoby Brissett taken first-team reps since the spring? Yes, he has. Is it... Behoove of me to think that maybe this wasn't so secret among the Colts organization. I think you're wrong there. I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. But that's the decision. I'm happy we started out with this conversation because it got us riled up. Let's move right on to the NFL season. We're forecasting the end of it, folks. Dangles, you're going to go first. We're going to run down the AFC real fast. You're going to give me your six teams in order of the playoff teams, and then you're going to give me your AFC championship and Super Bowl contender from the AFC. Dangles, go first, one through six. All right, here we go. AFC uh, uh, picks. Number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they have the best record in the NFL this year, probably. Uh, I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to have some regression, but uh, I think the Chiefs' best team. Two, number two, New England Patriots. Yep. Uh, winning the AFC East. Uh, consistency, that wins. Number three, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I feel like they take a big Ooh, leap up. Wow. I, again, I was hot on them last week. I know. I really think they take a step forward with their quarterback play, and obviously with the Colts now without Andrew Luck, I think that leaves a huge opening for them to take some advantage in the AFC South. Uh, number four is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. They're winning the AFC North. And then my two wildcard teams, I have the Los Angeles Chargers and the Cleveland Browns. Wow. 
Okay, and your AFC Championship. AFC Championship game. The Patriots and the Chiefs got a rematch of last year. And who represents the AFC in the Super Bowl? The Patriots. Okay. All right, I'll go second. I, uh, I'm very similar to you, Dangles. I have Kansas City and New England 1-2. and two. I have Pittsburgh and Jacksonville 3-4. and four. You have them flip-flopped. Uh, my two wildcard teams are going to be different, though. I have Houston because I can't get over them being better even with the luck retirement. We both took the over on our last bet. I mm-hmm. like Houston. And this last one killed me. I'm going with Denver. I don't know why. Wow, bold. I'm I like it though. No, I don't hate it. I don't hate that pick at all because I think they could be they could be a surprise. I think a lot of it comes down to quarterback play. I feel I feel like Denver is my is my weak link. I'm always betting on Denver. Drew, your AFC contenders. Number one seed, the New England Patriots. Mm. Two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. I'll take a flyer with the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. Yep. I'm not buying their regression at all. Yep. Uh, the Houston Texans are going to substitute my AFC South pick for the Indianapolis Coast due to this recent news. And I have matching wild cards with Mr. Dangles, the Los Angeles Chargers, and kind of a plug-your-nose pick, Cleveland Browns. It's weird. Cleveland's a, it's an interesting year for it's Cleveland. Hard, but it's hard to root against them, though, right? Yeah, I mean, they got a, they they got well. a stacked roster. You want them to do well. And, and there is it's not just it's not just hype. There's no. talent on Absolutely. that team. Yeah. And I feel like there's not, again, and I think I said it last week, they don't have an excuse anymore. They've got defensive players. They've yep. got offensive players. It's yep. really going to come down to play calling and yep. coaching, and can they get these guys to play together? Yep. AFC uh, North. I'm, I'm sorry. I uh, I did not give my uh, Super Bowl, uh, AFC prediction. I have Kansas City versus New England as well, and New England representing the Super Bowl, same as Dangles. Your AFC championship, Drew. Well, I hate to be chalky, but I have the Kansas City Chiefs playing the New England Patriots, mm. and in a curveball, I have the Kansas City Chiefs representing the AFC. I feel like that's true, though. I think Kansas City and New England are, are cut above the rest, period. All right, so we're all pretty similar in the AFC. Let's go right to the NFC. Dangles, same thing, all one right, through uh, six. Number one, I have the New Orleans Saints. Mm. Uh, number two, I have the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. Number three, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh-huh. Fourth, the Green Bay Packers, I think, are Thank going you. to win the NFC North. That's not just for you. I really do think Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is going I don't. I don't care what you think. I think Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> is pissed off that they've been mediocre for the last few years, and I think he's going to blow shit up this year in the NFC North. Number five, the Minnesota Vikings. I think they're going to be very good. And number six, here's my flyer, the Carolina Panthers. I like Carolina this year. I think, again, they've got some fire because of how things turned out last year. And, again, not just for you, TJ, not just for you, Troy. I really do think the Panthers are going to be hot this year. And this was tough because I had started out with the Falcons, and then I sort of wrestled with it for a little while and came down to the Panthers after I thought a little more. Uh, NFC Championship, Dangles? NFC Championship game is again a rematch Saints-Rams, and I think the Saints come out of this one this time to play the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Okay, Dangles, my NFC. I have New Orleans number one. I have Philly number two. Every time I look at Philly, I think they get better and better. I really think they're a bye-week team. Uh, My two other division winners, third place is Green Bay, fourth place is Seattle. Uh, Atlanta is the fifth wild card team. Detroit is the sixth wild card team. Woo! I really don't think the Rams make the playoffs, and I think Seattle wins a, a more wow. bun division this year. Uh, my uh, uh, NFC championship is New Orleans versus my Green Bay Packers, but I have New Orleans going on to face New England as well. Dangles and I, same Super Bowl matchup. Drew, last NFC one, let's go. Very similar, guys. We're on the same wa- wavelength here. My number one seed is the Philadelphia Eagles, followed by wow. the wow. New- followed by the New Orleans Saints. Okay. I'll take the hometown Rams as the number three. And my NFC North going off the beaten trail, I agree with Dengles here, the Minnesota Vikings. To win the division. To win the division. Wow. To be followed by the wild card. And this really pained me, but I will take the Green Bay Packers in the wild card. 
And I am going to the NFC South for my sixth team, but not the Carolina Panthers. I will go with the Atlanta Falcons. Yep, okay. That makes sense. NFC Championship, I have the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Los Angeles Rams. And yeah, let's go. Let's go right into uh, Super Bowls because we're all here. You have Philly versus Kansas City in the Super Bowl. So your way too early Super Bowl prediction is way too early Super Bowl prediction is Patty Mahomes, Andy Reid. They get it done. The Kansas City Chiefs finally return to glory. Kansas City Chiefs win the 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 Reed Bowl. Philly versus Kansas City. Dangles. You have New Orleans versus New England. You going with the your favorites? Of course, I'm going to pick the Patriots. Yep. Why win ring you? number seven? I think that consistency stands. And and again, you know, until I see otherwise, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are the greatest. Period. Yep. I'm picking Drew Brees just because I, I I wanted to go against the Patriots, and I think Drew Brees last year would have killed the Patriots in the Super Bowl with their team. I he think, might have. I, I think Kamara. Patriots have a very is, good. Uh, well, not very good, but a better defense just on paper this year than they yeah. have have in previous years so there it know, is we'll see three, yeah. three different Super Bowl teams New Orleans New England and Kansas City so we just gave you our playoff predictions we gave you the teams that are going to be there at the very end we differ on some we're the same on most what we didn't give you however is what we're going to do right after this and that's gravestones Left coasters. and here we are with everyone's favorite game my favorite game too that's the game of gravestones if you are just joining us we play this game every week throughout the season at the end of the year, out of 32 teams, only 12 remain, meaning 20 don't get to make the playoffs. Each week, the three hosts here pick one team to put into the ground and state that they will not be making the playoffs this year. And we begin before the games even play. Each week, we're going to take one team, put them into the ground. By the end of it, we'll have our 12 playoff teams. Whoever has the most ones right wins gravestones. The catch is one host goes first. And if they pick a team, the other two hosts cannot pick at that same team that week. It might be easy now, but as we get into it, when there are less and less people to pick, sometimes you're picking teams that you really don't think have a chance of missing the playoffs. So let's start off. Dangles, you're going first due to winning the Pick'em Challenge last week. I'm going second. Drew, since you knew you're going third. The Both the AFC and the NFC is open this week. So out of all 32 teams, Dangles, come up to the altar because it is time for Gravestones. This week on Gravestones, I will be killing the Cincinnati Bengals. Damn it. Damn it. You'll be able to kill them another week. I just don't think this is the year. I'm interested to see what uh, first-year head coach Zach Taylor yes, that's his name. is, is going to do with this team. But uh, without A.J. Green healthy uh, and with Andy Dalton being terrible... Uh, I think their only bright spot is Joe Mixon and Geno Atkins on the defensive side of the ball. Rest in peace. And uh, I just don't think the Bengals have it this year. So. Okay. Okay. Godspeed. Godspeed, Cincy. With my pick, because I am next, as I cannot pick Cincy, I'll be looking towards the probably by the end of it all Dwayne Haskins-led Washington Redskins. Jay Gruden will be fired this year. Dan Snyder will lose millions and millions of dollars. And it won't matter, because they will not reach the promised land. R.I.P. The Redskins. Drew, you're up next. Cincinnati and Washington are dead. Who will be the third to join them this year? All right, guys. Well, those are really good picks. They're actually my first two I had in Gravestones. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. So we're going to improv here a little bit. But for my Gravestones, we're going to say goodbye to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, that makes sense. Good pick. Head coach Brian Flores, 
he might have a future, but he didn't name Ryan Fitzpatrick as a starter. That's never a good sign. Kenny Stills fighting with Stephen Ross over political nonsense. Not good. It's very hot in Miami right now. This team's going to be 4-12. So long. Goodbye. And that is it for this week's Gravestones. Left Coasters. Okay, back to full volume, folks. Here we are with the weekly Pick'em Challenge. Dangles, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio is the defending champ. Brian the Ballerina Balzarini won our first two seasons. I have never won this. I have never won this. This must be eating at you. It is killing me. This year is going to be a little bit different. Because we have the best bet challenge, the the king of the coast challenge that is going to partake throughout the whole season, this weekly Pick'em is going to be a little bit different. Each week we are still going to pick every game. We are still going to give you the winner of each game. But... To determine who wins it is going to be the person who has, at the end of the year, the best week. The best week. You just got to hit one out of the park, Dangles. One week out of the park, you got to get 15 wins to win you the Pick'em Challenge. And it starts with week one, folks. Here we go. Let's go. Thursday night football. What starts us off? Oh, you must be excited, Tony. Thursday night football, 520 Pacific, 820 Eastern on NBC. You've got the Green Bay Packers heading to Soldier Field in Chicago to take on the Bears. Kicking off the NFL's 100th season with the longest... Doesn't it make sense? The longest rivalry in the history it of sports. you got to be pissed sense. that New England ain't opening it up as, no, as usual. No, you know what? Not really, honestly, yeah. because this is the greatest rivalry in football, yes. period. Yes. And I think it's a perfect way to start off the NFL's 100th season. Yes, and I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. Drew. Green Bay Packers. Ooh, dangles. We're going to make it three. No, I think I'm going to uh. take the Bears here. I think they're going to come out in a skid. Uh, it's Matt LaFleur's first game. I think it's just going to be a getting a feel for it sort of thing. Uh, but, uh, again, I did pick the Packers to win the NFC North. I do have faith in them. I think, you know, a lot of teams come out. Patriots have lost a lot of game ones yep. over their uh, Super yep. Bowl run. So I don't think it's going to matter, but I do pick the Bears. Here. All right, let's go to Sunday. Sunday, we have the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, this is the first game of the 1 o'clock slate uh, in Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium to, to play the Carolina Panthers. As Drew said before, those uh, 10 a.m. body clocks on a West Coast team is very tough to do. I'm picking the Carolina Panthers. Ram it. Ooh. Yeah, I like the Los Angeles Rams to win this one as well. Okay, all right. Hey, let, let's hope Gurley's healthy. Moving on. All right, next up we have the uh, Washington Redskins in Philly at the link to play the Eagles. We all on Philly here? Fly Eagles. Uh, yeah, fly. fly Eagles fly on the road to victory. Philly all over. All right, uh, next up we have the Buffalo Bills going to the Meadowlands. Ooh. Play in uh, MetLife Stadium against the Jets. Ooh, this is a tough game. Division game first week. I assume you two are taking the Bills. No one circles uh, the wagons like yeah. the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, no one does. No one does. Think, Mark me down for the Bills. I think I'm going to take the home team again. Let's go Jets. J-E-T-S, right. Jets, 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 Jets. All righty. Uh, next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons heading to Minnesota to play at the ship. This is the a Minnesota Vikings. This is a, this is a game that determines who's going to be in those wild card hunt at the end of it because I think Absolutely. both of these teams have a lot of question marks. They both could go seven and nine, but they both could go ten and yeah. ten and six. Absolutely, I'm picking Atlanta to win this game because I think Atlanta's better than Minnesota. Okay, I like Minnesota to win this at home. Uh, week one, I think it's going to be loud, and I think Kirk Cousins has something to prove this year. Mm. Coin flip for me. I always lean towards the home team. Yep. I'll take the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. All right. I'm alone on a lot of these here. You are. Well, that, that could be good for That's you. That's why you've that lost could, for three years. Huh? That's that why I've could, lost for three years. That exactly. could be good for you. Uh, next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens heading to Miami to play the Dolphins. Yeah, it's Baltimore. Yeah, uh, I think so, too. I'll take the Ravens, but uh, I think it might be a little closer. Yeah, I just closer than you think? Potentially. I mean, it's Dolphins are tough to play at home. Nah, it's Baltimore. 
All right. Uh, next up, we have the Chiefs heading to the bold new city of the South, TIAA Bank Field and the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is going to be a better game than people think. I think Jacksonville's a real team this year. I think that defense is The over-under is was like 51 on I this know, game. I know. That's a, that's a tough line. I think it's going to go under, but I think I'm still going to go with uh, Patty Mahomes and the MVP kid. Certainly can't have my Super Bowl team losing the first game. I'm going to the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm going to pick the Jaguars oh. just to go against. Already. Oh. Oh. Do you love my Jags? I'm wearing Homer. my Duval hat Unbelievable. tonight. <laughs> Unbelievable. Love it. Hey, look, again, Patriots have lost a lot of game ones on yep. their way to the Super Bowl. Week one, you know, you want to come out strong, but just because you lose week one doesn't mean you're out of it. Yep. All right, next up, uh, we have the Tennessee Titans in Cleveland at First Energy Stadium to play the Browns. I'm, I'm dead serious. I think Tennessee could surprise people here. I think Tennessee's best games are going to be early before they figure out their team stinks when they still have hope, you know? <laughs> in Cleveland, I'm not going to lie, the Freddie Kitchens being a first-time head coach, I see a lot of hiccups there. I'm still going to pick Cleveland, but I think this is a close game. The thing about Cleveland is uh, there hasn't been – you know much news about him. I'm not very hyped in the off season. Yeah, so, not a little bit. So that stadium should be very like a library. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I'm obviously being sarcastic. Yeah, I'll take the Browns. Browns. I'm gonna go with the Titans here. Just Dangles again. Yeah, no, I like it because Jeez, I think the hype could be one of those things where you know how the universe just kind of gives you the middle finger sometimes. Yeah. I think this is what's gonna happen to the Browns here yep. because they have all the hype, they have all the press, everybody wants them to win, and I do too. Don't get me wrong. I again, I picked them to get a wild card. Want to see them be successful. Yeah, but I think it would not shock me if they come out of the gate here and Mike Vrabel, you know, coaches a good game and Mark Marcus Mariota plays himself a good game and the defense holds up and Tennessee with the upset. Yeah, I don't know, they are going to get a wild card. Dangles, this is a game they need to win. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, we have the first game of the four oh five Eastern. Those are all early games. Yeah, those That's are a great all early. Slate. Right? Isn't that a great oh, early oh, slate? Fantastic. I'm getting so excited. Uh, we're only we're only on to the four oh five Eastern one oh five Pacific games. They start off uh, with the Indianapolis Colts at the Hub to play the Chargers. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, well, I'm not. I did not make this bet as one of my best bets, but it was my fourth one. We're going to make three best bets for the king of the the king of the coast, which comes in the next section. My fourth best bet is Indy at plus seven. Indy was still a playoff team last year. Andrew Luck did a lot of that, but Jacoby Brissett is not Andrew Luck, obviously, but that team still has a lot of talent, and I think the Chargers are down this year. I think this game is a lot closer than people think. I'm still going to go with the, the hometown Chargers, though. I will take the hometown Chargers. Ooh, uh, yeah, this is – I think I'm going to go to the Chargers, too, here. I think the Colts are just going to be in a bit of disarray, like, as far as their team goes after the I luck think, retirement. I, I think, like you said, how uh, sometimes that hype gives you a middle finger for Cleveland, I think sometimes all the outside noise brings you together for Indy. You know what I mean? They maybe, might start off maybe. a little bit on fire. I don't know. Watch out for that team. Maybe. We'll see. Next up, uh, second game in the uh, afternoon slate, we have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to CenturyLink Field, the other link, to play uh, the Seattle Seahawks. I think we're all in Seattle, correct? Yeah, definitely. Uh, next, man. <laughs> I was going to say, Drew, do you have an argument to make otherwise? No, I do not. Uh, no. Next, we have uh, the 49ers heading to the Ray J to play Bucks and brand new head coach Bruce Arians. This, 49ers at Buccaneers in Tampa. This is the same game as the uh, like the Jets Buffalo game, the Atlanta Minnesota game. These two teams are kind of the same thing. You got to figure out which one's vying for what. This game's going to determine a lot. I'm going with Famous Jameis. Hmm. The wise guys in Vegas in the desert uh, have this as a coin flip, which is rare. Yep. Even. A straight pick 'em. Yep. I'll take Arians in a comeback and the home team, the Bucks. 
Mm, I'm going to go with the Niners here. I'm going to pick Jimmy G to come out strong. Uh, you know, who knows? Kyle Shanahan's been at the helm here for three years. Uh, I think he's got a chance to get his system in. He's got a, a decent defense. He's, you know, still got guys like DeForest Buckner and Fred Warner. Had himself a great year yep. last year. Yep. Not a lot of people talk about him. He had a lot of tackles last year. I think they're going to be a good team. I'll take 49ers here. Next up, uh, uh, this is at uh, 425 Eastern, 125 Pacific. Uh, another in-division matchup. And, again, it's the NFC East. We have the New York football. Giants heading to the house that Jerry built to play the Cowboys and the likely Zeke-less. Yeah, that's a Elliot. big question. That's a big question. They got, they got a kid, some no-name kid that's playing for Zeke that they really, Tony really like. Pollard. Yeah, and, and, and that team, again, made the playoffs last year. It's a very solid team, especially defensively. A lot of core, core players, but I mean... To lose Zeke, and I think there's a lot of question marks around this team from the outside looking in. Like, if this is not a Bill Belichick team right now, the media is fueling a lot of the conversation right now, and the clapper is going to be in trouble. I don't know if I want to pick this first. Do you guys have a, a hard-on for one of these teams? Oh, my God. This, uh, I'll this... take the Cowboys here. I think the Giants are going to lose. I think the Giants stink. I think unless Saquon Barkley runs for, like, 300 yards, I, I don't see this happening or has 300 all-purpose yards I just don't see it happening I th- even without Zeke Dak is still amazing I think Dak is primed for a huge season yeah you I really so? I really do I just think I think it's time I think it's time for him we know how good he can he be. has we saw him he his certainly has season. weapons now. I think he's got even more of obviously you know he's best had some time to develop the best line football he's had time to develop that relationship with yeah. Amari Cooper Michael Gallup has shown some flashes he's going to be there out to the number two outside wide receiver this year I think they got some talent on that team so you're going with dallas drew my favorite betting statistic this week one guys the last two years the in road division matchups the road team has covered six out of eight times Ooh. this would be a play for me on the giants seven points i can't take him to win though i just can't do it i'll take the cowboys you're taking dallas i think i'm gonna have to take dallas too because eli manning's not winning a game this it's season. hard to go another way right like yeah. i mean it's just i mean it, we're gonna see daniel jones this season we just i, I just yeah, think we are i think we, i think we are he was it's just perfect a in his post in his preseason uh finale it's just a question of perfect. time i mean we we could we should we should probably bet at some point on the over under on how many weeks before we get to him all right moving on uh next we have uh, the last of the afternoon slate drew you're up first here the Detroit Lions go to Glendale Arizona to play Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals forward down the field <laughs> go Lions hey, don't man. even ask me I got I got the Lions as my wild card team they don't make the wild card unless they win this game they're going to win this game I think Arizona's a shit show this year yeah I uh I, I like Detroit too here yep. uh partially because I think they're gonna win and, and partially because I, I gotta vote that way yep yep <laughs> so uh, right. on to what Sunday night all right uh Sunday night yes and oh boy am I excited for this uh the Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Gillette for the banner unveiling I'm so stoked for this the Patriots by the way released a hype video that made me want to run through a brick wall right. for their banner unveiling. Today. They're really good at this. Incredible! They are so good at, but they do them often enough. They get, they, they might as well get good at them. Uh, good you guys at them. aren't bored yet? Uh, no, absolutely not, not. dude. Okay. How can you get bored of Super well, Bowls? My dad called me. He's a little bit worried. He was, he was actually really worried about this. But they, they've, they've, they've 
They've done this a couple of times now, and they were fine for the four, f- first four. And then last year when they had to unveil the fifth banner, or the last time they unveiled the fifth banner, they had to move all the banners, and it was like, where do they put the banners? The problem was there was no space for a sixth. And so now my dad's worried about where are they going to put these six banners? Where are they going to unveil them in Gillette Stadium? It's a real hard decision to make oh, in Foxborough. Uh, New England wins this game. Yeah, they absolutely do. As long as Marky Mark doesn't show up, please stay away. Mark, Marky I, lo- Mark I, lo- I love you, but... But the last time you showed up to the first Patriots home opener, we got spanked on live television. He's please six. stay, please stay away from Gillette. It's not a true bust. Please, please stay away from Gillette. You know, you know who you want to be is the guy who does his fucking job, like you said in fucking the goddamn departed. Be the guy who does his fucking job and stay away from Gillette. Well, I sure hope there's not any stress finding where the sixth banner is going to go. I really hope they can manage that. <laughs> it's, it's a big uh, conversation. It really, honestly, like if you read the New England media, like, there's like newspaper you. headlines like Patriots are you up, Patriots are fans really are up. <laughs> have a hard, hard times here coming from a guy that hasn't uh, seen his team win a playoff game since he's been six. So, damn, I really hope you guys figure it out. Fuck you, I'm, I'm sure taking the Patriots. <laughs> Dagos, you're on the Patriots too, uh, yeah? Yeah, definitely taking okay. New England here. Although I think it's going to be a close game. Obviously, the Steelers and Patriots always play, the, play each other tough. Game. I'm excited to see this game. as the first Sunday night game. Uh, we I can't will be, wait for we, some no-name tight end for Pittsburgh to have a touchdown. It always happens. It always happens. Always happens. We will be watching at my house. Um, Monday, uh, this is the best week of Monday night football uh, in, 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 two of them, in football because there is two of them. Yeah. The first game at 7-10 Eastern, 4-10 Pacific. We have the Houston Texans traveling to the Superdome to play the Saints. This is a big game. If Houston is a real team, they have to play these Saints tight. I think New Orleans is the best team in the league, so I'm going to pick New Orleans to win, but that spread is fishy. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'll I'll take the Saints. I'm kind of leaning your way too, Tony. I think it's going to be closer than maybe people think, but it's hard hard to bet against the Saints opening, opening night, Monday night. In the bayou, juice is flowing. It's gonna be, it's yeah. gonna be popping. And as a Saints fan, can we have any more heartbreak? The last two fucking conference championships games. My goodness, I know. Holy cow! It's the Saints year. So this has got to be the Saints year. They got to be fired up. Uh, Dangles. Uh, then uh, I'm gonna go with the Saints as well. Yeah. Yeah. Last yeah. game. Last yeah. game of the week. Last game of the week. We've got the Denver Broncos heading to the Bay to yep. play John Gruden and the Raiders. Knock on wood, if you're with me, gentlemen. Hey, man, as much as I want the Oakland Raiders to win this game and have a good season, I just don't see it in the cards. I think Denver wins this game because I have them making the playoffs, and they don't do that unless they win this. If I'm wrong, I'll know early. You guys watch Hard Knocks? Have you watched it? I've seen Hard Knocks. I'll take the Broncos. (laughs) I'm going Raiders here. I like like the Raiders. Raiders. No one thinks they're going to win. Everyone thinks they're going to stink, even from Hard Knocks. I don't think there's the – like. It feels different coming out of this year's Hard Knocks yeah. than it did from last. Last yeah. year's Hard Knocks was a lot. It just felt different. I felt more hype for the Browns. This year, like, I don't think there's a lot of general hype for the Raiders. I think people are like, oh, okay, like, it's fun to watch these guys. But, like, I don't think they're going to a lot of football games. Um, but, hey, I think they're going to come out. They're going to make a statement in this first game. They're going to punch the Broncos in the mouth. Uh, I think Derek Carr has a big game. And I think Antonio Brown could have, like, 200 yards it's, and four it, touchdowns. That's <laughs> the thing. Oakland has probably the biggest question mark over over its head this season because yeah. if it all goes together they have that's one of the a toughest good, they have one of the toughest pot. schedules in the NFL As though is the problem. Drew made the point they have don't have a home game for like 17 weeks. Yeah, well it's then insane. that's what makes it one of the toughest but things. That is the weekly pick'em challenge, the weekly pick'em challenge which usually ends our show, but wait, we have one more game to play, the new game. The reason we're calling ourselves the Left Coast Gamblers, we have the debut of the King of the Coast coming up next. Left Coast.
downstairs. Okay, everyone, you are listening to the Left Coast Gamblers. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere you can listen to us. Please leave us a review, the Left Coast Gamblers. I am excited for this section of the podcast. Every week, we're going to be ending our show with our best bet section and try to become the king of the coast. Here's how the game works. Dangles, Drew, and myself have been handed 100 units for the whole entire season, 100 units in our bankroll. And each week, we are going to make three best bets bets. Three bets that we know are going to nail this week. We are going to calculate the numbers at the end of each week and put it back into our bankroll. And whoever has the most money by the end of the season is the king of the coast. The catch is there is no refunds. There is no refill. There is no buyback in. You run out of 100 units, you're out for the league. And that'll be a bad look for old Dangles over there because I think he's going to run out first. But there, we do have a cap on this. We're going to have minimums and maximums, so we don't bet 100 units on one game. This week, the minimum bet out of all three, you must at least spend eight units. The maximum bet for each bet is five units. So if you hear a five-unit bet today, that's the most money any one of these hosts can spend on a bet. They really feel like it's going to happen. So 100 units to each player. You have three bets to make. We're going to go around the round table. Start off with Drew with your first bet for the king of the coast. All right, boys, happy to be here. This is my expertise. This is what I like to talk about. You'll hear me talk about all the time. I don't I don't play teams. I don't play numbers. I follow the money. Mm. I go where the sharps go. Mm. I go away from the, where the public goes. This is my only pick of the week. That's a plug your nose, close your eyes, pray to God. It's going to be so publicly backed, it's going to drive me crazy. Uh-huh. But I am going to go with the Cleveland Browns minus five against the Tennessee Titans for three units. Three units. Three units. Give me the Browns. Cleveland swallow minus Swallow the p- points. Minus five. Cleveland minus five is the first bet from Drew for three whole units. A big first bet. Drew, I mean, uh, Dangles, what do you got? All right, uh, my first bet is going to be the Lions to cover the spread at minus two and a half. Come on, Dangles. Uh, look, this is the Cardinals. Come on, the Lions are going to win by a touchdown in Let's this go, game. Dangles. Easily. That's an easy bet for me. I, I mean, I don't have to, you don't have to know that much about betting. I'm going to be starting, I'll preface this by saying I'm going to be, uh, well, I'll follow that by saying I'm going to try and be conservative these first couple of weeks. Feel my way into this because this is Makes not sense. my expertise. Makes sense. Football is my expertise. I want to start off slow, do stuff I feel like I know I, I know I can bank money on. The Lions is at two and a half, that's easy. And how many units you put on this bet? Two units on two that bet. Two units on Detroit. It is now up to me for my first bet. Now, my first bet is not going to be a line. It's going to be an over because I kept on staring Ooh. at this game. I don't know really what way this game's going to turn, but I think there's going to be a lot of points early in this game, and that's the Atlanta-Minnesota game. The number over is 47.5. 47.5 for Minnesota-Atlanta to score some points. I'm looking for that game to be in the high 20s, and I win that over. So my first bet, I am putting three units on Atlanta-Minnesota over 47.5. So those are our first of three bets. Drew, your second bet. I've been doing this for a while. I know that teams that step up in prime time and play down in their competition, no one plays up to their competition or down in their competition like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. They're getting six points in this mm. big banner unveiling. Anyone remember opening night a couple years ago when an Alex Smith-led Kansas City Chiefs team went in and waxed the Patriots? Yep. They're, they're, they're ready to write them off. This Steelers team is hungry. They still have Ben Roethlisberger. They got defensive rookie of the year in, in, in Devin Bush. Six is a lot. I know it's money. the Patriots. I know it's the Patriots. Look, but my thinking is, at worst, we're going to get a little backdoor cover. Yep. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers plus the six, three units. Another three-unit bet from old uh, Schaefer the Sharp. Love that. Dangles. 
All right. Uh, so my uh, next bet is also on that game, but it is Woo. the under. I'm taking the under oh, okay, on okay. the Patriots okay. and the Steelers. I, like okay. I think this could be a defensive battle. Okay. I think I think this Good could for me. be the uh, the over under is 51, and it's minus 115 on the under. Yep. I very much think this could be like a 23-20 football game. Yep. Either way, yep. I just think I think I think that I think it's a I think it's a smart bet. I like it. I'm gonna how roll the dice. How here. many units you put? I'm on betting it? three units on that. Three units on under 51 in the New England Pittsburgh game. Dangles, that's a very good bet. I, I think you're gonna be just fine doing this. All right, my bet. I'm gonna go a little bit crazy here. I'm doing the first King of the Coast three-team teaser. Now, a teaser is, for those who listen at home, all the lines that we've given you, when you do a teaser, means you got to take three games all together. They must all be right for you to be correct. The catch is, though, you get six points to move the line on each game. So, Drew just took Pittsburgh plus six in his game. If he put them in a teaser, it'd be Pittsburgh plus 12 instead of plus six. So, my three-team teaser goes as follows. I'm also in that New England game. I've worked New England down to a pick I just need New England to win. I have Philly minus two and a half against against the Redskins. And then I have Seattle at minus three and a half against the Bengals. So again, New England at a pick em over Pittsburgh, Philly minus two and a half over the Redskins, Seattle minus three and a half over the Bengals. That's my three-team teaser. I'm putting two units on that three-team teaser. Drew, we have one more bet to make. You've spent six units so far. What's your next bet? I think I played possum with you, Tony, because I didn't say anything to you when we were talking off air through text, my favorite bet, and I think it's a good bet. In fact, I think you should back up the Brinks truck on this. Of course, don't bet what you don't have. Yeah. The easiest bet for me is so easy. It's the Indianapolis Colts Ooh. plus a touchdown Ooh. against the Los Angeles Chargers uh-huh. with no home field. Let me tell you something. The Chargers, 1-5 in, five in se- season opener straight up. The only win came in 2015 against a lowly Detroit Lions team. <laughs> this team has no home field. Oh, no one believes in the Colts. Guess what? Jacoby Brissett, he's been taking first-team reps since the spring. Wow. Frank Reich has said, we are in good hands. We're not okay. We're in good hands with Jacoby Brissett. Yep. He's taken over 1,200 snaps as the first-team quarterback. Yep. No one believes in us. This team is talented. This is a Super Bowl contending team with Andrew Luck. I still think it's a 500 at worst team, potential playoff contender. Yep. Give me the points here. Wow. Seven points. That is my best bet. I'm betting a full max five units Woo! on the Indianapolis Colts. And let me tell you something, boys and girls. I will be in Vegas for opening weekend of the NFL. I will be laying hard-earned cash. You better bet your ass on this game. Colts plus seven. Wow. Book it. Wow. So, again, Drew's full bets. Uh, Cleveland minus five for three units. Pittsburgh plus six for three units. Indy plus seven for five units. Don't worry about the math at home, folks. I'll be doing that to bring you the answers by the end of the year. Dangles. Your third pick. My third pick and my largest wager is going to be uh, in the Houston Texans-New Orleans Saints game on Monday mm. night. I like the Texans are here at plus seven on the spread. Wow. I like them to cover that. Wow. I like okay. them to cover that. I like the Texans man. to cover the spread. I think that game, again, is going to be closer than people think. Yeah. I think that's another one that could end like 23-20. I think, I think I don't, I just don't see the Saints beating the Texans by a whole touchdown on that defense. Jadavian Clowney and J.J. Watt are going to Get after Drew Brees. Okay. Okay. What's your units? Uh, four. For four that one. units. So Dangle's bets are he went a little bit lighter than Drew. Uh, he has Detroit minus two and a half at two units. He has the New England Pittsburgh under 51 for three units. Might be my favorite bet said so far. And then the Houston plus seven for four units. My final bet 
there's no rhyme or reason to this. This is just me being a homer. This is why I lose money, but it's week one. It's week one, folks. How am I not going to bet on my favorite team? The Green Bay Packers are going to beat the Chicago Bears on Thursday night. They are going to beat the Chicago Bears on Thursday night. So your boy, Tony Cavallo, is taking a full five units and putting it squarely on the money line at plus 150. The money line at plus 150. Green Bay to win five units. My three bets, the over 47.5 in the Minnesota Atlanta game for three units my three team teaser philly seattle new england for two units and the green bay money line for five units those are your first your first bets your first bets in the king of the coast we each have 100 units we each spent some we're gonna see who has the most by the end of next week but that's it fellas that's the end of our week one show you know what that means folks it's kickoff time football's here it's time Let's to play some football go. i'm so happy thank you for listening to us again i'm going to ask you to like listen and subscribe give us a review help us grow we are excited to do this excited to start the new year boys we end this show the only way we know how even though i didn't pick them to make the playoffs dangles has them going pretty far let's end with a hearty ram it Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah. right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Chipotas. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.